we know that Hasochah B'Tevis is Toifis, special place in Halacha. That is, number one, you have, of course, the Shita Zavudram, that Hasochah B'Tevis is Doichah Shabbos. It's very rare that that Avudram is even touching the Shulchan Aruch. Because when Makadish the Chodesh Api Cheshben and Asura Batavis never comes out on Shabbos. So the, the Avudram is spoken about more conceptually than practically. Happens to be this year, that Mechudish Tikavudram has a Nagiya, has a, it touches the Shulchanor. And the reason is as follows. There's a big tumult, I'm not going to go into it now, the Halacha Shaila, about this evening, when you should end the fast. Big Vikuach in the Rishonim. Rabbeinu Meir and the other Rishonim. Do we say Shabbos takes precedence? Which would mean that although there's a debate by every Thursday when it ends, by Shkia, by Tzayzik Chovim, and we pass in that a tiny Tzibur Mashlam, you fast until Tzayzik Chovim, but now you're dealing with Shabbos? So, so Shnayim Oichs and Batalos, Shabbos is pulling us to the table to eat. And Asura Batavis is pulling us to the fast. So therefore this, they become, there's a vikuach. And then there's a second vikuach. And that is, what happens if somebody's makabal Shabbos early? The Shaila I get very often. Not just Asura Batavis comes out on Friday. I get the Shaila with Avelim. Because Avelim get up, even if they're in the middle of Shiva. They get up from all the Avelis before Hesia, they get up on Friday. And there's a time frame when they get up to, be, to prepare for Shabbos. Theoretically, the Avelis continues in full force until Shabbos. Theoretically. Again, there are a lot of prepare for Shabbos. The Shabbos, when they get up to prepare for Shabbos. Are they allowed to make an early Shabbos? thereby shortening the Avelis. But there again, the Kabbalah Shabbos is Doiche the Avelis. So here, there's another Machlekes Rishonim. If somebody's Makabal Shabbos, Davin's with a plag minion. Davin Mincha, Kabbalah Shabbos, Meirev. What do you do with fasting? Are you even allowed to fast after you Davin Meirev? So there's a big machlekes ha'poiskin. Ha'paskin. Again, this is a shir on its own. I'm not going to go into it now. Because it would seem challenging to understand how you get rid of Asura Batavis. Even in Makabal Shabbos, it's still Asura Batavis. Can't change the calendar day. That's not a discussion for now. But, by Tainus Chaloim, on Friday, there's a haskoma in the poiskim 
that you go until Tzedekechav. Unlike the question that there is by every fast, if a person is Makabal of fast day. So then, they don't fast till Tzedekechav, according to many. Tainus Chaloim, yes. And the logic is, because even on Shabbos, you fast Tainus Chaloim. So since Tainus Chaloim is even Deich Shabbos, it's Zichah Deich Abelash Moshes. That's the rationale given. So now, if we take that rationale to today, and we connect it, we plug it in to the Avudraham, so now we have a whole new Svore, that even if you were Makabal Shabbos early, maybe you should have to finish the fast. Because granted it's Shabbos, but Asor B'tevis is Doich Shabbos. So this is a year where actually the Avudraham makes it into the Beis we could discuss it. So therefore it's incumbent upon us again, a year like this, to internalize the severity of Asara Batavis. We're fasting on Friday. We have no other fast day. We fast on Friday. We're fasting on Friday. And we're even fasting into Shabbos Ashtikul. So what is this Khumra of Asara Batavis? So I'm going to tell you a, a fascinating idea that's found of what the origin of Asura Batavis is. And it's actually connected to this week's parasha. Which is why I told him now yesterday when he asked me if I could talk later. So I told him I'll talk in the morning, I'll connect it to the parasha. I wasn't just um, figuring. It's because this week's parasha, Mamish is Mukhubir. Tasar How is it Mechubar? So I'll explain to you why. It's not even, it's not like a stretch. You know, sometimes you go to a simcha, you have to somehow figure out how you're going to connect the Baal Simcha. It's always a Rav's challenge to connect. How do you do it? Sometimes it's a very bad job. Either it's a terrible job on the parasha, which is very often the case. The parasha nebuchadnezzar, plastic surgery, that makes it look uglier. Or the Balsimcha gets surgery. Here, you don't have to do any surgery. Asura Batavis, I'm going to share with you a connection, an unbelievable connection from Asura Batavis. It will also give us a new insight to understand the Chumra of Asura Batavis. We know that the Chumra of Asura Batavis is the origin, it's the Aschalta de Pronusa. Like the Chassam Seifer says. It was the beginning of the Puranas. The Medrash Tanchuma says that really the whole, everything should have happened on Asura Batavis. The whole business should happen. The re, it's interesting. I don't think the Velt knows this Tanchuma. It should be more famous. But the Medrash Tanchuma says that the Rabbanish oil had Rachmanis on us that we shouldn't go into Golos in the winter. To all the Averis that we did, and we deserved the Chum, and the time came for the actual Chum, but it's the winter time. You would think that that wouldn't be a Chalik of the Cheshm. But the Eibishter, Hatsur Tomim Paul, Hashem didn't even want us 
to have a difficult stretch to stretch through the winter and, 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 and never have to deal with the weather. So the Abish to pushed off the home. But the weather should be a little more comfortable. Obviously we weren't worried that it should happen in April. Because then it would have been like perfect weather. But it was easier to go into Golos in Of than to go into Golos in Tevis. Chassam Sefer says that that's why that is how to the Pranusa. The fact that Asar B'Tevis is really the beginning and the origin of the Churban. That's the reason why it takes on this Chumra that the Avudram says, even on Shabbos, Friday, because of that, because after you have all the Te'utzim, you still have to understand why is Asar B'Tevis Muhammad. Mechanical Te'utzim, there are plenty. Asar B'Tevis is not a din on the month. It's a din on the day. And therefore, since it's a din on the day, it's Teich Hashanah. Reb Chaim, the Melchaz Chinuch, what of Torah. But those are all just halachic solutions, how to explain that it's doich. But then you can always move the question up further and say, but why? Why is it based on the day? Why is the day so critical? So the Chassam Seifer is saying that this day is more because it's the beginning of the Puranas. And we know that just like a Yom Tif is, is, a, is not just a, you know, a day that we mark an event. It's not what a Yom Tif is. The Maral explains in many places that every Yom Tif is actually a moed. There's something special about that time. Positive. Something positive about that time. The mazel is good. The zman of toiva. Well, by a yom tsar, it's also a moed. Korel a moed. But it's hard to understand that the rabbi shalom, the toivu native, the Rebbe will create a moed lahor. How do we understand that? That there's, there's a day that marks bad? Again, according to that idea, Asar B'tavis is when Shammai made a hachlota for the Chub. And therefore, every year, that day marks that Gzardin. That's why it's more, it's more Chama. But how do we understand that there's a Yom that's a Yom Ra, a Mayid Lahor. So I'll share with you an understanding that maybe it's not so Ra. Maybe it's not so Ra the way we would think. Maybe there's something below it that's not so Ra. Now let's go to the Pausha. This Pausha is the Pausha where Yosef confronts his brothers. And Chazal see this as confrontation of history. This is the confrontation of history. I always found it fascinating. Because if you go through the Torah, to me, the most fearful confrontation was Adam Arish and Barakotish Baruch. 
whenever I try to put myself in Adam Arishan's shoes, even though he wasn't wearing anything at the time. And I think that if I was running in the forest, in the gun, and the Rebbeinu says, Ayeko, I can't think of a more fearful confrontation. There's nothing more fearful. But for some reason, from all the confrontations that there are in the Torah, this is the one that Abakoyim Bardala picks as the ultimate confrontation. This is the ultimate confrontation. When you read the Pesach, it doesn't even sound so remarkable. Couple of words, five words. That is the That is the worst confrontation possible, and that's going to give you a little bit of a idea of what the Yom Adin of Losilov is. So the Musar Pshat, I'm sure you all know, and there's no question that that Musar Pshat has truth to it. And that is that, well, you know, we're full of conflicts. We're full of conflicts. And the Rabbani Shalom will show us that we're full of conflicts. That's, that's a very scary thing. When the Abishta shows you your own conflicts. Abishta shows you your conflicts. That's, that's a fearful thing. Right? So you're going to say this, you're going to say that, you're going to rationalize. I remember of Eliashev Zatzal used to say, and he spoke by Simchas. So, I mean, I heard this from him. He said, a guy makes a bar mitzvah. Makes a bar mitzvah. Makes a bar mitzvah with music, with photography, with gorgeous. Goes into tremendous hack to make a beautiful bar mitzvah. He says, then he buys a pair of film for the Bar Mitzvah. And he said whatever he said with a hashgorcha from, what's the difference from where? Well, yes, hashgorcha from, from, from Chelm. Tachas, the Bezen Sedek of Chelm. Right? So Rebbe Yashiv says, Shemayim is going to ask the guy, Rebbe very nice, you bought your son a pair of film. Why did you use the hashgorcha of Chelm? Why don't you get it? It's a normal Ashgoch. So Rav Yashiv said, the guy's going to say, I can't afford it. So I'll show him his Baal Mitzvah. So if his Baal Mitzvah was a Chelm Baal Mitzvah, he'll have a good excuse. The Baal Mitzvah was Chelm. The Tzilm was Chelm. It's Givaldic. But if the Baal Mitzvah was Rockley Country Club, and the Tzilm was Chelm, it's not going to work. It's full of steals. It's full of steals. I was once dominating in the Shtibel in Eretz Yisrael. And a guy came. It's a nice joy. guy came. Nothing bad. He came to Davin. It's beautiful. It's a big schos to Davin. Came to Davin. But this particular Shtibel has like six, seven million going on at the same time. And it was Rosh So he was trying to figure a way how he can get out of there as quick as possible. 
so much so that he even davened Musaf before Shachris. He davened Musaf before Shachris. That was a mistake he made. Halachadik, a mistake he made. He davened Musaf before Shachris. That you're not supposed to do. That's what he did. Moshe holds it's up kifrek the ganz amazing. The machloek is Moshe in the kovnarov the ber Yitzchok. If theoretically you could have a Muslim before Shabbos, is it only a problem of Torah v'sheni Torah? That's how Rabbi Tzikochanan learns, and Moshe learns no. Torah is kaidem to all the korbanos hayyim. Can't have a Muslim before. Megil aloche. Not in this case where the guy was trying to get out of the shtibul on rishchodesh in twenty minutes. And it's theoretically possible. Davin, the Shtul Shman Esri, the meaning that was davening Rosh Chodesh, Musaf, Patsibu. Run out of there after two minutes, after you finish Musaf. Chap the Kriya Satya. And then run to the other minion. Chap the Shman Esri. it's 20 minutes, the Gans From beginning to end. So good. Koi to the Pitzikol he could be Yetzir, theoretically. Rabbi Zulchan is dealing with a different case. He's dealing with come to Shul. There's one minion. There's no multi-minion. They're holding by Musaf. So what do you do? Do you have a Musaf B'tzibu? Or not? So Rabbi Zulchan brings a tzad that it's better to have a Musaf B'tzibu and not have a Shachmas after. It's a Shail in the Gemara. If you could do something that's holier, maybe that comes before something that's common and frequent. When Moshe brings this to Bitzikochon, he holds not. He holds Tomit is Kaidim. So it's more than just Tomit. But this guy, anyway, I came, maybe I'm the worst guy there because I came after he finished. I was later than him. Right? I have to give the guy a Limus Chos, he came before me. Not a lot. He came 20 minutes before me and he was finished already. But he's like one of these knackers, a sweet guy. Never, he never gave himself the time to, to appreciate the avenue. So much so that he wasn't embarrassed to tell me what he did. So I just went through with him the various, you know, Allah Hashayla's. And then he was schmoozing me because I just arrived the night before in Eretz Yisrael. See, he was schmoozing me, what's going on in Muncie? He was an old Muncie guy. What's this? What's that? You know? Schmoozing. I was getting, I was losing patience because I wanted to doubt him. I didn't want to snub the guy. Guy must have spoken to me for, for sure longer than he davened. Right? Anyway, when we're finished, he says, by the way, I want the Rav to know. I, don't, I wouldn't have done this. I was in a terrible rush this morning. So that's why I did this jumping around. It's not like I do this normally. I just had a business meeting this morning and I had to get out of here quick. So why are you talking to me now for half hour? You were makatsu with the Rebbe Nishalayim with me, you were marach. And it wasn't in learning. <laughs> it wasn't talking and learning. So, you tell the Abish that you know I was in a rush he's going to show you what you did after that that's a stickle theory that doesn't match up so the, this is the Chohena the Chohena the Chohena Rabbi 
where the Abish so that's one pshat. The brother said, Yehuda said, how can we go to our father? And then we told him. So Yosef said, what about when you sold me? Well, that's one pshat. Prabhupada said, I want to tell you a different pshat. Which ties into our sorbetes. But the Birch Shai says, makes a cheshman. We know more or less, Mechiris Yosef was in Chodesh Tevis. He says it was in our sorbetes. Mechiris Yosef was in our sorbetes. Then he says high Kabbalistic things with Atzmas Yosef and Etzemayemazeh with Asar Batavis. But that's historically when it happened. And many other Kadmoinim agree with him. That Mechiris Yosef, he says that it happened on Asar Batavis. But we know that next week, because Dolan doesn't have access maybe to these Sarm, I'm going to bring it in just so Dolan will post it up, Dolan could see for your interest. But it's interesting. That today is Asar Batavis, and this week's parasha is where Yosef confronts his brothers about Mechiris Yosef. So I want to give you a connection. What the connection is. What was so shreklech about Mechiris Yosef? What was Taka so shreklech? So I'm going to share with you a Ramban, and I think that that Ramban gives us a new understanding, a new explanation. In the in the chet of Mechiris Yosef, not just this contradiction, just the words Ani Yosef Hashem Mechatem Yosef, Ani Yosef, really just Ani Yosef, was already enough to be the Yom Adin, without even a Oyer Avichai. Just Ani Yosef was enough. Oylonim Yom Adin, Oylonim Yom Adichoch. The Ramban writes that the Gzeiras Emes. And all the Haritzes are Shekhar. This is what he talks about when he talks about Mechiris Yosef. Which means in English, Hashem has a plan. Hashem's plan is going to happen. We say it every morning. Rabbis machshavos belevish. V'atzas Hashem isok. We live in a world where we think, we think erroneously, because we have a shtablus, because we live our life, we have to do things. You can't wake up in the morning and, and have mon fall by your door. You have to have a job. You have to make a shtablus. Takachai have to make a shtablus. So that camouflages the truth, which is that atzas Hashem hisoku. Atzas Hashem hisoku. And Chazal tells us a person will gain nothing from any penny that they tried to earn, Shaloy Alpidin. And if you see a guy made a killing, and he did a Gnevi Shemaisa, so behind gives us all we said, it means whatever he got, he would have gotten anyway, he just could have gotten it kosher. Could have gotten it kosher. Doesn't mean that every Ganev is going to be a pauper. That's another Cheshm. The Abishta decides, which Ganovim are going to be paupers and which Ganovim are going to be rich. But the Ganovim that are going to be rich didn't become rich because they were Ganovim. They became rich because the Banishim was Gaza, they should be rich. You could pull the string this way, you could pull the string that way. I want to tell you an unbelievable mice, unbelievable mice, to give you an idea of somebody that embodied 
that Mida. We speak very often about Rav Shlomo Katz Mivilna. Everybody knows of him. He's in the back of the Shaz Vilna. Cheshik Shlomo. He also wrote the Shalos of Shuvah's Binyan Shlomo. He was a Gornoil. But, his greatest Gornoil was his Emuna. He's the one that Paskin that I told you when we were learning Ochaz Lulav, that you're not allowed to buy a Lulav or Esrik. When, when Sukkot comes out on Shabbos, the first day, you can't buy that year a Lulav and Esrik. That's only Kosher V'yom Tashani. Because you have to have a Muna this year, Mashiach's going to come. That's how he lived his life. Amisha Muna. So if you want to know what kind of impact he made, he had a grandson by the name of Shlomo Kohen. Shloyme in Bnei Brak, they called him Reb Shloyme Vilna. Shloyme Vilna. He was a young, much younger than the Chazanish. Chazanish was something in the middle. Chazanish could have been a son of, of, of the Cheshik Shloyme. Cheshik Shloyme died in the late 1800s, which is when Chazanish was born. Chazanish learned Bechavus in Bnei Brak with Shloyme Vilna, this grandson, he was the first printing press in Bnei Brak. Shloyme Koyen's base at first, you can look it up. On Wikipedia, you'll see. The first, this was the first printing press in Bnei Brak. I'm talking about in the time of the Chazanish. Needless to say, he was a Chavus of Chazanish. He was a grandson of Cheshik Shloyme. He was a Tzadik Yisrael Olam. But he worked for Panos. He had a printing press. B'nai Brak then was tiny. All the G'daylam that put out Svan, they used his printing press. Anyway, B'nai Brak was nowhere near big enough to have another printing press. He had a little tiny shop and he printed Svan. Chazanish's Svan was printed by him. Anyway, this other Yidlis, Shmel, opened up a printing press in B'nai Brak. The first day that he opened up his shop and B'nai Brak was on fire, how could this guy do it? He, Mamish competed with fire. He lowered his prices, he lost money to be able to take clients. The first day he opened, he gets a visit from Shlomo Vilna. And he knew who Shlomo Vilna was. So he was sure the guy came and he's going to give him every claw of hard reason with hard evil. Every claw he's going to get from this, from, from Rabshon. Anyway, the first thing that shocks him is Rabshon has a smile from ear to ear. Like lost, mamish lost friends. He gives him a Shalom Aleichem with a hug. He says, listen, you're a Galina. You're, you're, you just came in. You don't know what you're doing. I'm doing this for years. My Mishpacha did it in Europe. I could save you so much time and money. Let me help you. Let me share with you my suppliers. Let me share with you how to do the business. Let me tell you what really works. And then he told him, I even have a trick how to get customers. To, to. I want to share it with you. It's a Maizu Shoy, Rabbi Yisai. It's a Maizu Shoy. 
after this Maisa, Chazanish said about him, he's a Malch. He's a Malch. Anyway, he gave him advice. And when the community saw that Shlomo Vilna is supporting him, they didn't feel so guilty. They gave Mishtukul business. He was Taka able to function, Mishtukul. He was able to function. A year later, this guy, Beryl, makes a simcha. His son becomes Bar Mitzvah, makes a simcha. He invites Shlomo Vilna, his new friend, to the simcha. By the simcha, he tells of Shlomo Vilna, he says, I want to ask you a question, Barabim. And I want you to answer it. How are you able to do what you did? I owe you my parnos. How are you able to do it? If I were you, I would have killed me. I don't understand. I want you to answer the question. See, he was hemming and hoing. He didn't want it. Anyway, the guy kept on pressuring him. And Shlomo Vilna said, okay, he's going to answer the question. He said, it's so simple. He says, the day that you opened your business, I'm not a tzaddik, I'm not a malach. I was bursting with hakoros hatoyv to you from the depths of my heart. And I even asked my wife, what gift could we buy Baal? Because hakoros hatoyv now everybody is totally baffled. He said, and he was shocked that the people were baffled. He said, it's very simple. Whatever I earn every year comes straight from the Rabbanishim. So if the Rabbanishim Paskin, I'm going to make a thousand lira this year, that's what I'm making. Beryl could jump off the roof. Shmerel could jump off the roof. I'm making my thousand lira. My Rebbe Chazanish holds that you shouldn't go around collecting cold checks. You should work. Which Chazanish held like that. Chazanish. Talmidei Chazanish used to have grocery stores. Go in and became Bishas, they had grocery stores. They weren't afraid to, to be carpenters. So he said, my Rebbe Chazanish holds that I have to work for Parnos, I have to make Ishtadis. So every day I open my printing press and it's such a weird feeling, he said. I know that my, my thousand lira that I'm going to make this year was already paskent. Now I, now I have a chiv. I have to open up my store. And people come. Clients. And I have like 500 clients a year. He says, it's a lot of work. And I can't really learn as much as I would like to. He says, Beryl, you, you can't take one penny of my panos from me. The only thing you could take from me is my clients. Thank you! Yashikoyach! <laughs> what did you take from me? That would be like a guy comes to you, he says, what do you make every year? $500,000 a year? Kvaldik. I want you to work a half a year. Half a year, I want you to go to Florida. Vail, Colorado. Colorado. Was the urban scene. It's kind of fine. 
the summer in Vail, in the winter in Florida. I'm fine. A couple of months between April, May, come to Aruvin. Gvalik, two months in Eretz Yisrael. Gvalik. The guy says, yeah, but I need $500,000 a year. If you want me to work half the time, that means I'm going to make two fifty. No problem. Here's two fifty. And work half. You will have a cost I pay for that guy. We can take it to the toilet. You can take that guy to bed. So if Schleimer was confused, why in the world would I be angry at you? The only thing you took from me is my work. My panasa I still have. That's amazing. <laughs> Rav Nissen Karelitz Zatzal said, anybody that was by that simcha, their amunu went up. Just hearing those words. That doesn't mean everybody became like that. But their amunu went up. I'm sure all of your amunu goes up from me saying it over. Azah Hasogin. Such a music. That doesn't give in. That was a shleim of That's That's... That's Zeramban is saying the whole Mechirus Yosef was a strategy. Shiftei Kol. You think Shiftei Kol were the type of people to kidnap their brother, to sell him to this. It was all done in the name of trying to accomplish something. That Yosef shouldn't be this Moach Timloch. He shouldn't take over the kingdom. He shouldn't this, he shouldn't that. It was a strategy. The whole Mechiris Yosef was a strategy. But the Ebishter, like the Ramban says, Hagzeiro Emes, Hacharitzo is Sheker. The Gzeiro is going to happen. Now, the brothers are looking at Yosef. And they're seeing that every single thing that he dreamt about happens. Everything. Whatever strategy they had that that shouldn't happen did nothing. But here's the irony. They facilitated it. Through their strategy they assisted not that the Rabbanisham needs assistance. The Abishtah can make it happen without assistance, with other assistance. Grabbed it by them missing a hind, they helped Joseph's dream happen. The second Yosef said, I'm Yosef. I'm Yosef. I'm that brother you sold to Mitzrayim. That was a moment of truth. That was Reb Shloim Vilnel's Musa. Fabishta. Everything was just a bunch of puppets. The Abishta is running the show. Because every time we do a chet, it's based on a strategy. We have a plan. Every time a person does something, they have a chesh. Every time a person's mavakal tor, every time a person tries to do something to somebody else, it's a chesh, it's a strategy. If a person would realize that everything is beyond Hashem, 
and we are just puppets, that would take away everything. Perhaps this is a new pshat. What's the connection? I could say very simple. The emuna maybe doesn't just mean honesty. Emuna means to believe that Yamasa Umatan is all based on whatever Hashem has for you. The reason why people don't have time to learn and to do mitzvahs is because they have to make panos. But if you're Nasad of Nasad then you could be Kavati Because then you realize that your Kavati is not going to impact your Nasad of Nasad. So if you're really Nasad of Nasad then Taka, you'll be your Kavati And then you won't be Isaac and Gzewa. 90% of the Averis that you do. If at that moment that you were doing the Avera, you were thinking, Atzas Hashem, He Sokum, you'd have never done nothing. The Baal says that the side of the Churban Beis Hamikdash is when we don't have Emunah. When we don't see the Shechim. He says, Hashem Tzilcha Al Yad Yeminecho, says the Baal Hashem is our shadow. If we pick up our hand, the shadow is going to follow our movements. Right? Hashem Tzilcha. Hashem will follow your movements. What you do, Mida Kenegad Mida. He says, you want to have the Shekhinah? You yourself have to believe in the Shekhinah. If you feel the Ashwas HaShekhinah, then Mida Kenegad Mida, you'll have Ashwas That's the reason why the Beis Hamingdosh is called Beis David. Because David was the one who in every step of life he credited the Rabbi Shalom. David even said Shiva on the Churban Beis HaMikdash. David said Shiva We spoke about this tomorrow with the Yaros Tvash of Yenis and Avishas. David HaMolch said Shiva Bevorchoy Mepnei Avsholem Benoi when he was running away from Avshalom, he said, Shira. The Gemara says, how in the world do you say Shira? And the Gemara says in Brochus, that David said Shira, while imagine the picture, your son is running to kill you. I dealt with a couple of months ago, a father in Brooklyn, came to me. His son stole from them, from the parents. Nebuch, the son was who knows what? They know what he was doing. But he caused a big monetary damage to his parents. The father was so distraught. And the father was a wealthy man. He told me, the money is garnished. But that, he told me maybe six times in the same conversation, my son should steal from me. I gave birth to him. I brought him up. He steals from me. He can't get past. Imagine Chaz Shalom, your son is running to kill you. And David says Shira. So the Gemara says that David Amalek thought maybe it's going to be a mamzer. When Hashem told him, maybe it's going to be a mamzer. Baruch Hashem, it's Avshalom. 
A mom's that doesn't have a chmonus on his father. It's not his father, he doesn't have a chmonus. But you, it's my son. So, Mizma the David, Bevolkai, Mimnei Avshalom Benoi. He said, Mizma the David, Fractal Bianus and Ibishits. The whole thing is a power. He says, He's happy it's his son because a mom's that wouldn't have a chmonus on him. His son didn't have a chmonus on me. His son ran to kill him. So I had a Balabata Shipshat. My Balabata Shipshat was when my son Shalom didn't succeed. He didn't succeed. So I wanted to say, uh, what the hell? Balabata Shalom. If Shalom was a man, so maybe he would have succeeded. Deep down, he was for the son. So as much as he strategized and he planned, it was a shtickle with a tzabroch in the hearts. Listen, I gotta promote myself. So if I gotta kill the old man, I gotta kill him. But it hurts. So that hurting was enough to make it foil. But that's his idea. More importantly, is Rabbi and Ibishit's pshat. Rabbi and says that David Amelech wanted to be able to see Yad Hashem. If you get punished and you see it's Hashem, you realize it's not really a punishment. It's a lesson. It's a tikkun. There's a purpose. Right? It's a, it's, a, it's a cure. You look at people going through illnesses, surgeries, therapies, cures. You go, there. it's not a punishment. When they hook somebody onto a ventilator. It's not a punishment. What do you mean? They, they put them out. They, they sedate them. They, they tie their hands down. They put tubes down their throat. It's like a shmack. Yeah, but they're trying to keep the guy alive. Everybody realizes that. If a doctor cuts a guy's head open and tries to take out something growing, he, he's not trying to crack his head open. He's trying to help. See, he says, to where he in Irish, that if it would have been a mamzer, so David could have fallen prey to, oh, he, he doesn't have Rahmanus on me. But now it was Avshalom. If it's Avshalom, he knew it was coming. He was able to feel the Anashem. That was his mizma. That he was able to feel the Anashem. The base Halevi says the same idea. Not on this Gemara. The Gemara in Chagigah. Where the Tzeduke Yest, Shuban Hananya. God loves you. What do you mean? Look, a nation where the master, you know, turned his face on his children. So, where's the love? So, he brings a Pesach from Yeshaya. A dying yodoy in the two year lane. He brings a posse. That posse, the Mashal says, that posse is talking about Hashem punishing us. The Basel Levy says this one. He says, he even gives it, you'll appreciate it because you guys went over common recently. The Basel Levy adds a lambda shavot. The Gemara says in Bova Kamen, Zora Kli Shagak. If you throw a Kli from the roof, and somebody comes and he breaks it. So there's a Shiloh. Are you chayiv or are you pot? So some of the Rishonim ask, it's Aved Midas! If I, the owner, take my vessel and throw it off the roof, it's an Aved Midas! If I take my, my glass vase and I put it on this, the middle of Grandview Avenue and walk away, it's Aved Midas. Anybody wants could take it. It's Hefkin. So why if I take my vessel the same vase, 
And instead of discarding it in the street, I throw it off the roof. So, even if it's not considered broken, the Gemara deals, is it called broken? Is it not called broken? I got, who cares? Who cares? It's Hefker. So the Rishonim answer. Some of the Rishonim answer. No. It's not Aveda Midas. I want to break that vase. For whatever reason, I want to take this vase and throw it down and it's a ch- it should crash on the bottom and smash. That's what I want. So that's a fulfillment of my process. Maybe there's a reason. Maybe I'm testing the glass. Maybe I'm, whatever the reason. There's a reason. So there it's not an Aveda Midas. Says the base Halevi, when Hashem punishes Klai He is not discarding us. He's caring about us. Sometimes the care has to be through via something that's hard, difficult. But it's, it's true. It's because of Av. It's because of Av. That's the Yisrael. And that's why the Churban the Abayas, the Gzeir of the Churban Abayas, was when the Shechina, like it says, Asar Batavis, the Shechina left the base of English. Perhaps according to Baal Shem, it means when we didn't feel the Shechina anymore. That's why it's the same day as Mechiris Yosef. Because Mechiris Yosef was us not thinking Hagzeir Emes, which is what the Ramban says. So perhaps the Mechiris Yosef, that was the seeds for Asar Batavis, of not feeling that Chibor, that connection to the Shechin. That's our job. Now as we learn it in the, in the Sedra, and we mark Asura Batavis to internalize that everything that goes on in the Velt is orchestrated a thousand percent without even the slightest deviation by the master planner HaKadosh Baruch. And the more we internalize that, the more we will live a life of emes. And the more we forget that it's the Rabbi Shalom's Velt, the closer we are to falling into Sheker. So that's really the Yom Adin Yom Atechacha is emes. Tzadik Be'emunosa Yichya. Perhaps this is Pshal and the Gemara and Makis, the end. Bocha Bakuk. Ve'emidon Arachas. He said the whole Torah could be put into one mitzvah. Tzadik Be'emunosa Yichya. The person really internalizes that everything in the veld is the rabbinical. We have no koyach to change the plans. Then we live a life of emes. Any deviation from that is shikh. I go to shabbos.